So listen up, your spouse cannot truly hold you accountable to your health and fitness goals. Trust me, I see this every day with clients and I know from my own personal experience, it does not work. So in today's episode of the podcast, we're going to dive into this more and find some better ways to go about getting accountability. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So, Alphas, as always, welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Naylor, CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design and your host of the Optimal Alpha Podcast. And we continue the family series, a little mini series that I've been doing, thinking about the, the world of family, how it helps and maybe doesn't help in terms of us moving towards our own health and fitness goals. So today I'm going to dive into what could be a quite interesting topic. Certainly, I've had a lot of cons consultations actually over the last month. In fact, it was over August where quite a few couples came in. So married couples came in at the same time and it was very interesting asking them both questions and watching how one answered and how the other one sort of looked at them to say, hmm, I don't quite think that's the real answer, which sort of poses the question that there's always tension's not the right word. Maybe it is, but there's always something between couples that one will say one thing, one thinks the other, you know, this is something that can be interesting. I think if you then try and take that a step further and actually think or ask your spouse to hold you accountable to your health and fitness goals. While a, while a spouse partner can be a great source of, I hate to say the word motivation, but certainly support, they cannot be solely responsible for another person's health and fitness goals. Okay, here's my top 10 reasons why. So first of all, number one, personal responsibility. Ultimately, each human is responsible for their own health and well-being. It's as simple as that. Accountability has to come from within. But I would also say more effectively, it should come from an outside source that is only actually there for those particular goals, not from another relationship. Okay, a husband and wife have a different relationship, an emotional based relationship from the start. So accountability is not really an emotional thing. It really ought not be. Here's, here's an interesting way of looking at it, some perspective. I'd say that it's quite possible that every great singer on the planet has a singing coach. I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan probably had a shooting coach and many business leaders have a, um, a mindset or a strategy coach. In other words, people around us that are only involved for one thing, which is to hold accountable and help on that particular thing. So pulling your spouse in, your partner in to help on something outside of the relationship that you're already in, I think is, is just a route to failure. Number two, different motivations. What motivates and drives one person might not really ring true and be effective for another. We're all coming from different directions, right? Your spouse might not have or might have different reasons for pursuing their own health and fitness and wellness, which might not resonate with your reasons. 
There might be a mini conflict in there. And it might be something very simple. You might be going after getting the best physique you can possibly get. And they might be going after improving a health concern. They're different. This might then lead to poss possibly a clash of drivers in the household. Right? They might start small, little things. But I'm sure, as we all know, little things can then become niggles that can aggravate, can then become a big problem. And this does become a problem, especially if there are little humans wandering around watching you two. Not good. Number three, different priorities. Your spouse may not prioritize health and fitness in the same way that you do. I do see this all the time when I will be speaking in a consultation to somebody and they will, I will always ask about spouse and these sorts of questions. And sometimes they're like, yep. Yeah. In fact, someone said to me a couple of weeks back, my, my spouse wants me to do something so much they're technically shaming me into doing something and they're 200% behind it. Now, I'll get something on the other side where someone says, yeah, my spouse really couldn't care less about health and fitness, but I really do. Right. Now, imagine if that person, the second, the second example, went off to that spouse and asked them to hold them, them accountable. It's, not, it, it's failed from the start. The spouse also may have other commitments and interests that divert their attention um, and might be higher on their priority list. We, nobody can tell another human what should be on their priority list, technically. It's just, that's simply not fair. Each person are their own person. Um, and if priorities don't match, this will also lead to conflict in the marriage or in the partnership. Number four, boundary respect. Continuously relying on your spouse for accountability may well breach boundaries of the original relationship, if you think about it, right? It's important to respect each other's space and not impose undue pressures onto the relationship and onto the individual. It's most likely if you're married or you're in a long-term relationship, that began from a place of love and probably affection, okay? Those need to be respected. It's then really nearly unfair to ask for accountability that could have a negative effect on those core marriage partnership principles. So don't do it. Number five, stress on the relationship. Continually pressing a spouse for accountability can and probably will create tension and stress in the relationship. This may and probably will lead to arguments and even maybe even feelings of resentment. I'm only here to hold you accountable. Do you know what, right? It could easily, I'm only here to serve you in this one particular way. What happened to all the other reasons we started our relationship? So why do this in the first place? You have far better options at your disposal that are going to be far better and more effective anyway, i.e. external accountability coming in from another source. Number six, varied understandings. Your spouse might not understand health and fitness goals um, or your reasons for them um, in the same way that you do. They might not understand the strategies in the same way that you do. They might not understand your, you know, the way in which you're going about something. They might see a particular style of training or exercise far more effective than you do. They might believe or you might believe in the, the science behind it or the anecdotal evidence, evidence behind it. And may, they might just be like, I just want to go and like, you know, I don't know, run on a treadmill and, and get up a sweat. And that's, that might be their health and fitness. There's nothing wrong with that. You can't tell them it's wrong if it's getting them to do something. But if you're walking around with your, oh, you know, I've got to program my training a certain way and I've got to track all my food and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And they're looking at you like, like, I don't get why you're doing this. You keep talking about macros and I ain't got a clue what you're talking about. 
if they're not educated, and that's not a criticism, to where you are currently in your health and fitness journey, or they're educated beyond you, clash, problems, okay? You cannot fully expect them to understand if you've been on this journey for a long time and you're like, you know, a couple of years ahead of them in terms of knowledge. You ca they can't hold you accountable to tracking your macros if they don't know what a macro is. It's not fair, okay? Alphas, I interrupt this show with a simple message. This show is here to benefit you and your progression to the best version of yourself, but not only just you, it's also here to benefit the people around you, your loved ones, your friends, other alphas in your vicinity. So why not do a really cool thing today? Something that I would thank you for and maybe someone else would. Share this podcast with at least one other alpha out there who you know would benefit from it. Why not share the information, share the ability for someone else to grow? I'm sure they would thank you. I 100% would absolutely thank you. This podcast only grows by our listeners, our followers doing amazing things like giving us five-star reviews, downloading podcasts, subscribing, and then, of course, sharing it with other people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Share it with one person. And, of course, drop us a five-star review, download the podcast, and, of course, subscribe. And now back to the show. And another thing, varied understandings. You might be walking around feeling fat and out of shape, right? But they might love you just the way you are. Now, there's a big, varied understanding of why do you want to go off and do this? Like you, you, I love you the way that you are. Why are you so hell-bent on losing another 40 pounds? And why? Why do you spend every waking moment in the gym? I love you the way you are. Like, there's going to be conflict there, right? Now, I, that is something I hear a lot, where a partner, a spouse will say, I, I, can, I can tell in the background that they've said to someone, I, I just like you the way that you are. But to the person I'm talking to, that basically means nothing. Because again, our health and fitness goals are our responsibility and our responsibility only. So the, the partner, interestingly, is trying to do the most supportive thing possible by saying, I love you the way that you are. But that could be sabotaging the person's goals in the first place because they're like, oh, okay, maybe I am okay the way that you are. Well, no, you're not because you're pre-diabetic. You've got three double chins and you're 50 pounds overweight. So get it. Okay, number seven, inconsistent schedules. We work with very, very busy individuals. 90% of the people that we work with are high-level execs and their schedules are insane. So if you or your spouse has a different scheduling routine, buy by any accountability. Um, if you've either got lots of travel and work, and again, most of the people that we work with are on and off planes, in and out of meetings, you know, moving around the country, they are busy. So how, how now is you going to have your spouse hold you accountable when there's a good chance that they're working? Maybe they're at home trying to look after the kids, keep the house going, do their own job, have their own life, and you want them to hold you accountable. Get a grip. It needs to come from somewhere else. Okay. Number eight, change in personal circumstances. Life is unpredictable, right? There's, there's, we all understand that. Your spouse might face personal challenges or issues that take them away from keeping you on track, right? You've asked them to hold you accountable. Maybe you've said the words or maybe you're just expecting it. What, what, about, what about their life? If they're holding you accountable, like, can you hold them accountable back? There's like an accountability crossroads somewhere in the middle. That will become an argument. I'm trying to hold you accountable. Well, I'm trying to hold you accountable. Why would, you, why would we even do this? It's unfair to ask them to do something that they might not be able to do long-term. And let's face it, fitness goals are a long-term thing. Long-term thing. 
most people going off to achieve, certainly the people we're working with, we're looking at a good six months worth of work to undo decades of poor lifestyle choices and behavior. Decades. And I mean decades. Again, a lot of people say to me, oh, I've been an athlete all my life. I was a college athlete. You know, but I'm sitting there looking at someone who is not an athlete and they haven't been for 30 years, but somehow still stuck in their mind. I've been an athlete all my life. No, you haven't. And I'll tell people this. You're now sitting behind a desk. You run a great business and you've got a loving family, but you've sacrificed yourself and you are not an athlete. You're pre-diabetic. You know, maybe you've got high blood pressure. You know, you've, you've, you, you're clearly carrying too much body fat and you do not have enough muscle to support where you think that you are. So therefore, it's a long-term goal to get someone back to where they need to be. So how can we therefore then expect a spouse or a partner to come on that long-term journey? Not fair. Number nine, differing knowledge. So I kind of covered this a moment ago. So your spouse might not be as knowledgeable about health and fitness as you are. Um, so their guidance or accountability checks might not be as effective as a professional or someone more versed in this area. So again, we go back to that macro thing. You know, I can't, Someone can't hold you accountable on macros if they don't know what they are. Someone can't hold you accountable on the progression scheme in your training if they don't technically know how to train properly themselves. You're asking the impossible. That would be like asking me to um, check, you know, that someone is able to read music and, you know, can play the piano well. I haven't got a clue. Like, does it sound good? I don't know. Like, can, are they reading the music or just making it up? I don't know. Like, I'd be asked to hold someone accountable for something I have absolutely no knowledge and experience in. So there's a good chance if health and fitness is your bad, your thing, the thing that you're after, if you've got a partner and spouse and they're not up to the same knowledge level as you, they can't hold you accountable because you're always going to be able to go, oh, yeah, but I haven't tracked my macros because of blah, blah, and bloody blah. And they're not going to know any different. You've just kidded them and made them probably feel a little bit of a fool. And more worse, you've just fooled yourself. Okay. Number 10, external validation. So relying on external validation from a spouse can be detrimental in the long run. It's important to find an intrinsic sort of motivation for any long-term goal that is sustainable. So we've spoken about how could you possibly ask your spouse to hold you accountable over the long term. You can't, it's not fair. You need to find another route. Now, a lot of that has to come, that accountability has to come from the inside, but most people need external accountability. In fact, we all need external accountability. If we're going to go off and achieve big goals that are life-changing, that need to stick for the long term, we have to get external accountability. A really simple, I guess, um, showing of poor accountability is what people do over the course of just seven days. The amount of people out there on a fitness journey who will be really good for five days, like, you know, hold it all together and then shove it up the wall for the two days of the weekend. Why? Because they deserve it because they've worked so hard and now they deserve giving themselves some. That's lack of accountability, it's lack of discipline, lack of commitment. But ultimately, if there was external accountability, i.e. that individual had to report back to someone and go, yeah, I, I, I messed it all up at the weekend again. And that accountability is going to go, OK, so you're just holding his. And then there goes the actual methodologies of coaching in the background, because accountability and coaching are very similar. So if, again, if a spouse can't coach you, they can't really hold you accountable. Yes, they can support you, but that's about really the only thing that they can do to make it safe and effective for you in the long run. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, if you've found this useful, please do me one thing. Share it with one person who you think would find this useful. 
And hopefully they'll come along and listen to the show. Outside that, go and have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.